Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasa. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today we'll be talking with Vanessa Nakati from Uganda about climate justice. Well, Vanessa, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you so much. And you are speaking to us from Uganda, right? In Africa. Yes. That's through the wonders of Zoom. Zoom. So uh, before we talk about climate justice, which is very important, perhaps we should define what is meant by climate change. I mean, we used to hear from our own American Vice President Al Gore about global warming, but that phrase hasn't been used so much. Now we're talking about climate change. What is climate change uh, in your work, Vanessa? Yeah, thank you so much. You know, when I started activism, I was calling it climate change. But Mm -hmm. after every disaster that we are seeing right now, we are now calling it the climate crisis because people's lives are being impacted right now. And being in school, I remember climate change as, you know, the average, you know, weather conditions over a long period of time. But that didn't really explain the realities of the climate crisis. And because of the rising global temperatures, we are seeing weather patterns change across the world. And because of the climate crisis, this is why we are seeing extreme floods, extreme droughts, hurricanes, cyclones, heat waves, storms across different parts of the world. To me, that is what climate change or the climate crisis really means. Now here in the United States, we've had uh, very, very hot temperatures on the West Coast in excess of 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Here in the Hudson Valley, where Radio Rotary is heard uh, uh, on the Pamel Broadcasting System, uh, we've had uh, torrential downpours, a lot of flooded basements. The fires, the fires. Fires, fires on the West Coast. What kind of issues are happening uh, in your home of Uganda and in the continent of Africa? Yes, in Uganda, the climate crisis is already unfolding or was already unfolding. And yes, like I said, because of the rising global temperatures, the weather patterns are changing. So different parts of my country, Uganda, are experiencing you know, various disasters when it comes to the climate crisis. When you go to the western part of the country, in the areas of Kasese, we have seen extreme rainfall causing massive flooding, destruction of people's homes, destruction of schools, hospitals, and people being left with nothing. In the eastern part of the country, in areas of Mountain Elgon, areas of Bududa, Bundibujo, we have also seen extreme rainfall causing massive flooding and landslides, you know, in the lives of the people and extreme droughts in the northern part of the country. So in Uganda, the climate crisis is greatly threatening the availability of food for many people as farms are being destroyed, our crops are drying up, and also the access to water as water sources are being contaminated and more of them are being dried up because of that extreme droughts. What got you interested in in, uh, the the climate uh, situation. I mean, you're a very young woman. You're 24 years old. Yes. Uh, what got you interested in, uh, to have this be so such a passionate uh, uh, job for you, for yourself? Yes, I remember in the year 2018, that was uh, before my last year of college, I wanted to do something that would help people in my community. 
community. I wanted to, you know, do a project that would solve certain challenges in the community. So I started to do research to get to understand the challenges that people faced. And when I realized that the climate crisis was one of the greatest threats that was facing our lives right now, and that was affecting people's livelihoods right now, I decided to become a voice in the climate movement. I started to strike for climate and demand for climate justice. What, what, what did you study in college, Vanessa? I actually studied business administration. Ah, okay. Well, if you're in a leading organization, business administration is an important thing to have. Our guest on Radio Rotary today is Vanessa Nakati. She is calling us from Uganda and talking to us about climate justice. Well, I think we've defined uh, the climate crisis, uh, and those of us who are living through it uh, certainly know what it is. But what is climate justice? We have a, a movement here in the United States called environmental justice, justice, where the idea is, you know, you can't put every bus depot and smelting plant and big factory you know, in just poor areas. You've got to uh, spread the problems around and hopefully spread the, uh, the cures around. But what is climate justice, Vanessa? You know, to me, climate justice really starts by amplifying the voices of the most affected communities. It's actually a very wide thing to talk about because when we talk about, you know, the climate crisis, it literally affects every sector of our lives. You realize that we won't be able to eradicate poverty without climate justice. We won't be able to achieve gender equality if climate change is leaving, you know, millions of girls out of school, millions of girls being forced into early marriages, women walking longer distances to collect water for their families. We won't be able to achieve zero hunger if climate change is leaving millions of families without access to food. We have seen, you know, conflicts arise because of depletion of resources. You know, as water sources dry up, there is a struggle, you know, for the little uh, resources that communities can use. So the climate crisis is something that affects every sector of our lives, which makes climate justice a very broad, you know, thing. It's it, it, it has to be looked at in an intersectional lens to realize that climate justice is social justice, climate justice is racial justice, climate justice mm -hmm. is education justice, it is gender equality, it is eradicating poverty. It is all of those things that pertain to our living. Wow. We're going to find out more about climate justice from our terrific guest, Vanessa Nakati who's calling us from Uganda today in just a moment. But first, Kathy Kruger will tell us who brings us Radio Rotary this week. We are sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction Realty, Third Eye Associates, Leo Katie Sport, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website 
AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are all always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on their web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together, we turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side by side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community. And in Taiwan, People are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more 
at rotary.org slash action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasa. With me today on the microphone is Kathy Kruger, our producer. Hi, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. And we so have a terrific... So excited to be here with oh, Vanessa. Yeah. yeah we have from a terrific Uganda. guest. Vanessa Nakati uh, from Uganda, who's going to talk to us about climate justice. Uh, Vanessa, welcome back to part two of Radio Rotary. Thank you. So for those who may have joined us late, um, tell us uh, what climate change is generally around the world. And we'll get a little more specific about what's happening uh, in your home of Uganda and the African continent. And what's climate justice? So first of all, what what is considered today climate change? Yeah, thank you so much. In school, uh, if you were to ask me this question while I was still in school, I would tell you that climate change is the average, you know, weather conditions over a long period of time. But later on, I realized that what we had as a definition was not portraying what was really happening in the world right now. And we don't just call it climate change. It is the climate crisis because people's livelihoods are being impacted right now. And because of the rising global temperatures, weather patterns are changing and we are seeing extreme weather events in different parts of the world. Speaking from my own country, Uganda, we have seen changes in the weather patterns. We have seen how extreme uh, weather events have affected people's livelihoods, have destroyed people's homes, people's farms, people's businesses. Um, we have seen floods, you know, unfold in different parts of Uganda, in the western part of the country, and also in the eastern part of the country, in the areas of Bududa and Bundibujo. We have seen floods destroy people's livelihoods. People, people are left homeless. People are left without their farms. We have also seen extreme, you know, droughts in the northern parts of the country, causing uh, the drying of water sources and also the drying of crops. To us, the climate crisis is a food crisis. The climate crisis is a water crisis. People's livelihoods are being affected. This is what makes... uh, the climate crisis more than weather. This is what makes it more than statistics. It is about the people. And, you know, like I always say, climate change affects every sector of our lives. If I'm to speak about, you know, how the climate crisis has affected the people in the African continent, Historically, the entire continent of Africa is responsible for only 3% of global emissions, and yet Africans are already suffering. You know, some of the most brutal impacts fueled by the climate crisis. We have seen the floods, we have seen, you know, cyclones, we have seen the droughts, for example. I've already given examples of, you know, what I've seen happening in my country. Even last year during the pandemic, we saw the water levels of Lake Victoria rise Mm -hmm. and causing, you know, people to leave their homes at a time when they had to stay at home and keep themselves safe, Safe, you know, from, uh, from the disease. And also we saw Cyclone Idai, which is one of the worst cyclones to affect the African continent. And it ripped apart and flooded large parts of Mozambique, Zimbabwe and Malawi. And this rainfall, the strong winds, they left more than 1,300 people dead and many more were recorded as missing. These countries are still facing an economic crisis because of these disasters. We saw flooding happen in Sudan last year and nearly a hundred people died because of this flooding. So the climate crisis is our present. It is our reality and it is our nightmare. 
And it's a nightmare that's around the world. We've seen terrible flooding in Germany. Uh, here in the United States, we've had uh, drought on the West Coast. We've had fires on the West Coast. We've had 100 degree plus temperatures Fahrenheit on the West Coast. We've had uh, immense rains here in New York State where we're recording radio rotary, uh, including a lot of flooded basements. But what you're discussing and, and describing in, in Uganda and the African continent is so much worse. And, you know, the funny, not the funny thing, but the, the, funny the, uh, the unusual thing about this, when people talk about the rise in temperature, it's not 20 degrees, whether it's Fahrenheit or Celsius. It's not 50 degrees. It's only one or two degrees. Reasons, and yet it has disturbed the environment that much, just that a, much, a small right? increase has disturbed it. Why do you think that is, Vanessa? Well, um, the continuous warming of the planet, mm-hmm. it means that our own lives are being destroyed. And we know that we are working towards keeping the global temperatures below 1.5 degrees. But do you know that 1.2 degrees is already hell for many societies, Mm. for many communities, especially uh, in the global south? People are already facing the worst impacts of the climate crisis at 1.2 degrees. And yet the, the global temperatures continue to rise. So to me, the continuous warming of the planet, giving the planet a fever and increasing those temperatures, it means more destruction. As the, as the planet warms, we are destroyed. Yes, so we what are. Can, what can people right. do to help? What can people do to help? Well, um, the power in the people to me is really speaking up and demanding for climate justice from the leaders. You know, I may be speaking up and demanding for this justice, but I may not have the the authority or I may not be in position, you know, to sign on the laws that will protect the planet, to decide on what policies, you know, we should implement to protect the planet. So the responsibility of the people is to speak up and demand for a planet that rightfully belongs to us, one that is livable, one that is sustainable, one that is healthy for all of us. And it's also the responsibility of people to vote the right leaders into Mm -hmm. these offices, leaders who are ready to rise up for the people, leaders who are ready to rise up for the planet. And it doesn't matter how big or how small your platform is. When we all work together, when we work united collectively, I believe that we can be able to transform the world and make it a better place for all of us. And, uh, Vanessa, spe- we need you in the United <laughs> Nations is where we need you. Right. And <laughs> speaking of speaking up, you were uh, a, a featured speaker at the recent Rotary International Convention, which was held online due to the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. I understand you have another connection to Rotary. What is that? Well, uh, my father is a Rotarian from 2017 to 2018. Uh, my dad served as the president of the Rotary Club of Bugolobi. Well, that's Wonderful. like the connection I have. <laughs> yeah. And one day you're going to be a Rotarian, aren't you? <laughs> I'll see about that. Yeah. And then we'll get her in the UN. <laughs> and we're going to be back with more of our terrific guests, Vanessa Nakati from Uganda, talking about climate justice right after these words so stay tuned salisbury bank and trust company offers personal and business banking residential mortgages commercial lending and trust and wealth management services with 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in dutchess orange and ulster counties the northwest corner of connecticut and southern berkshire county massachusetts which includes our riverside division offices in poughkeepsie red oaks mill fishkill new paltz and newburgh salisbury bank is your local bank in your community making local decisions and delivery 
delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- Five seven five two 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 one six. You're listening to ninety two point nine and ninety six point five WBPM, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Leo Katie's Ford is the home of great car deals for you. Whether it's the workhorse F one hundred and fifty pickup, the exciting new all electric Mustang Mach E, or the family friendly Fusion, Leo Katie's Ford has the car for you. Leo Katie's Ford is conveniently located on Route ninety four in Warwick. Your next car is just a call way at Leo Katie's Ford, 888-474-2906. That's 888-474-2906. Remember, cars cost less at Katie's. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. <gasps> I wonder who that is, honey. Hugs with family. Grandma and Grandpa's here! Get over here! Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. I miss you so much, Grandpa. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Boss and my usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell Clater. I'll be back with us soon. But right now we have the pleasure, the privilege, the excitement of Kathy Kruger, our producer on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. Why don't you introduce our guest? Oh, we have Vanessa Nakati from here from Uganda, and she is just phenomenal. And she is talking to us about, and I'm going to say it, the climate crisis, as she describes it. And um, she's going to talk to us about more about climate justice. And Vanessa, tell us um, more about, um, There's you mentioned um, there's a, a, a conference coming up in, um, that's going to talk more about climate justice. Um, let us know a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you so much, Kathy. It's the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, also uh, known as the COP26, and it's the 26th United Nations Climate Change Conference. And it's like the first time that parties are expected to commit to enhanced ambitions since the COP21. And basically what happens at the COP uh, leaders, you know, they set targets, uh, they negotiate and 
give promises of what they are going to do to better protect the planet. And, you know, as activists, I remember the COP25, uh, we were really disappointed in the outcomes of the COP25 because uh, the leaders really didn't set uh, ambitious mm. you know, targets or plans for the planet. So what we really hope for for the COP26 is not to hear any more promises from the leaders because enough of you know, the empty promises, enough of the empty summits, enough of the empty conferences. We want meaningful action. And we don't want leaders, you know, to talk about halving emissions by 2040, 2050, or, you know, uh, going net zero by 2030, while leaving room for environmental destruction. Because while leaders and governments are doing, they're setting these targets, but still opening up new coal power plants. They're setting these targets, but still cutting down our forests, but, but still, you know, constructing oil pipelines. So we want leaders to take uh, meaningful action if leaders are talking about uh, net zeros or halving emissions by 2030, then that action has to start now, now. not yeah. in 2030. And, and this conference will take place where, Vanessa? It's it's taking place in Glasgow. All uh, right, in Scotland. And will you will you be there? Hopefully. <laughs> oh, and, I and hope so. for the so. people who are listening at home and around the world by podcast who you have inspired uh, in the last uh, half hour being on the radio, is it possible to watch this or participate this uh, in this by Zoom virtually, or do you have to pack your bag and go to Scotland? Actually, I, I still don't have uh, much more information about mm -hmm. virtual participation, but I think because of the, you know, the pandemic, there'll be room for virtual participation. And I guess that will be communicated. It has to be. I mean, I, and yes, we have a pandemic and we have so many restrictions because of that. But I'm hoping if we can see it via Zoom or on television or however they can get it out, um, maybe more people will be able to view it then. Because, yeah. like you said, we can't promise something that we're going to do 10 years from now. We have to do it now because we're going to destroy our world more in 10 years than promising to do something in 10 years. It's, you, Vanessa, do you have a blog? Is there uh, information that people, how they can get in touch with you or learn from you? Is there information we can get from you right now that you can share with us right now for our listeners? Yes, Um because many people can find me on social media that yes. is on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook uh, with my name's Vanessa Nakate but uh, with the Rise Up movement you can still find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and still the name is Rise Up movement we also have a um, a blog basically to tell different stories of different activists, you know, from across the world. And it's at riseupmovementafrica.org. Rise Say that up. one more time. Yeah. Vanessa, say it again. The, the blog. The, the Rise Up uh, website. Yes, it is riseupmovementafrica.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our terrific guest, Vanessa Nakati, uh, repeat that before the end of the program. So, Vanessa, I'm going to give you a magic wand that you can... <laughs> You can just make everything better. What what would you like to see happen in the next 10 or 15 or 20 years? Because I'm not going to talk about Kathy. She's young and in springtime, but I am a quite senior citizen. Uh, so 
you know, I've done my best throughout my lifetime as an environmental lawyer, but what would you like to see happen in the next 10 or 15 years? Honestly, I hope to see and want to see a happy people and a happy planet. And to me, happiness means a planet that uh, the happiness of a planet. To me, it's a planet that is not warming, a planet whose ecosystems are protected and water sources are protected and land is respected. And a happy people, to me, um, it's people who are able to access, you know, the rights to their living, the rights that they need. We know that the climate crisis is a human rights issue because people's, you know, right to clean air or right to clean water or right to housing, it's all affected by the climate crisis. So what we really want to see uh, is a future where people can smile and the planet can smile as well. And I believe that's a kind of future that is livable, healthy, sustainable uh, for all of us. And women that are educated. Right. Like you are, Vanessa. Vanessa Nakati, (laughs) you have brought a smile to our face because it's so heartwarming to see the new generation, the next generation taking uh, the reins in hand to carry on the work of uh, environmental justice and climate justice. So thank you so much for joining us today on Radio Rotary and give us the website one more time for your organization. Yes, uh, it's riseupmovementafrica.org. And I just have, uh, you know, something. Sure. Short for the Rotary members okay. is to just remind you to be to continue to be people of action, even for the planet and the people. Well, thank, thank you, you, Vanessa. You're you're a delight and a treat. And one day I expect to see you get the Nobel Prize for for environmental science. <laughs> all right. And uh, thanks so much for being on Radio thank Rotary. Thank you and so Kathy much Kruger. for all you're doing. Kathy yeah. Kruger, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? We are thanking Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. The entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell-Clater, will be back with us soon, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank Thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.